Welcome, everyone, to What Do You Like? The show where we speak with a guest uh, named, insert name here, and ask them what they like and <laughs> talk about it and gush about it as much as their heart desires. And we're going to ask some questions too. This week's insert your name here is uh, Nicole Moran, and there's no relation. Um, <laughs> just kidding. She's my sister. Uh, so welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. This is uh, probably the uh, the typical thing for you, right? You're like this big shot in the, at the Manchester Animal Shelter, so you're probably getting interviews uh, weekly or bi-weekly even. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish people wanted to talk about dogs with me every day. <laughs> it is. I I went, as soon as I saw the uh, the topic, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Yes. Awesome. I, there's <laughs> endless ways this could go. Because yeah. <laughs> my life is just immersed in dogs, and it always has been. Yeah, yes. and I can, I can second that. <laughs> Before we start asking Nicole questions, I'll just give my, uh, like, memory, first memories of Nicole and dogs. We, well, first of all, one of some of my earliest memories were Nicole begging our mom for a dog. I think that was Nicole's first words was mom, when are we getting a dog? That was Daily. her first sentence. Yeah. And um <laughs> actually Nicole, I'll let you go into the the origin story. So I don't mm -hmm. the what? Your origin story, when you were your earliest memories of being like, Wow, dogs are cool. What do you think? So I think I had flashcards of words and the dog one was my favorite. And um, I asked my mom for a dog every day. I would beg her to go up to every person with a dog at the beach and pet the dog. And I started a dog walking business at like age 10. Wow. I did ask my mom for a dog every day and we couldn't get the dog until after we went to Disney World. And right after we went to Disney World, a month later, we got a dog because I was relentless. Yeah, you're, you're like in line for the roller coasters. You're in the happiest place on earth, and you're just like, so uh, what kind of dog? <laughs> yeah, what kind of dog are we getting? Yes, exactly. So yeah, so I had my dog walking business at age like as young as I could be. I wanted to be at an animal shelter, and then there was one in our town, and you had to be 16 to volunteer there, oh, and it God. closed right when I turned 16. So oh that was God. very that was very sad. Um, when I went to Merrimack College, I volunteered at the anim local animal shelter for like my first year. But then my life got too busy. And then ever since I moved up to Manchester, I've been volunteering at Manchester Animal Shelter. And I've met tons of, oh, and I'm a dog walker too. Part-time dog walker. <laughs> yeah. And I fostered at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. And I thought I'd be a great foster and like be able to give up the pet, and I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've been I've been wanting to say hello to your fr your furry friend back there, and you said yes. it's a she. I've I did yeah. not know you had a dog. I assumed you did, but <laughs> I didn't have any confirmation. She is. Yeah. Adorable. So my apartment building, I are, is no pets allowed. But the pandemic happened, and I was like, oh. The shelter asked me to take this dog that's dying in her kennel. And oh. I was like, oh, um, I'm going to ask my landlord. So I took her and she 
was 37 pounds. She's now 53. I thought she was going to die the first night that I had her. What's her and name? Her name, her name was Catherine, and now it's Katie. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan almost adopted her, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was strongly considering. I actually went up to Manchester thinking, like, I'm, I'm going to meet my future dog. And then we went for a walk, and I was like, this is the coolest dog ever. And then that whole week, I was like, I'm going to get this dog. But that was uh -oh. just me, like, fantasizing, really. There was really no realistic situation where I could have, because one, my apartment doesn't allow dogs. And two, my commute, like, once I start going back to work more frequently, and even now, since I'm doing it uh, half the time, it's just, like, not realistic for me to have a dog at this point. Um, yeah. I'm not home enough is uh, like and also yeah. i'd have to figure it i guess i could do it but logistically it, i was like yeah sometimes it's just not a good match yeah you know yeah mm -hmm. so she's got a nice 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 nicer home nice better, yeah. better nice oh she's better. very spoiled <laughs> she oh. looks so content <laughs> i completely forgot about my dogs that maybe love dogs even more which is biscuit and colby <laughs> Yeah, so, what, um, so after Disney World, you said, I actually forgot this timeline. Was it really immediately after? Because we went. Yeah, we went to Disney in like either February vacation or March. We got this kid April 1st. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he lived to almost 16 years old. He was the best. Was he was a, a beagle. Yeah. Do you remember how you felt when we first got him or maybe that first year? When we first got him, um, that was the best day of my life. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. It definitely, like, I always loved dogs, but having your own dog just made it, like, my love for them just go, like, I don't know. It's exponential at this point. <laughs> yeah. Any dogs, I mean, pets in general, yes, but dogs are just so innately in our society they are really man's best friend um, mm -hmm. for a good reason. And they've saved countless people's lives, whether through emotional support, being service animals, uh, or, you know, just, or actually legit saving them, you know, mm -hmm. through like doing life-saving things. And I, you know, every time you hear stories, it's just like, there is that innate, there is that loyalty that we have come to expect and it is un you know and honestly when people say we don't deserve dogs we don't deserve dogs no <laughs> and i like i think that my personality and dogs personalities are like very similar like i just connect with them in like a very i don't know it's a very i think like unique thing like to or to me like i just like get them like i just I just bond well with them. <laughs> I mean, you, Katie was, like you said, you thought she was going to die, but you got her, like, that's, you know, in a different, I'm not saying in a different situation, but like, that takes a lot of time and care mm -hmm. to, you know, an animal. And you said she, she was dying. Did she have a disease or was she just, it was just neglect? So I'm not she, saying shelter neglects, but. She came from the South. She had had puppies. And she probably wasn't eating. I think she probably had them and was dumped um, after. And 
um like she had a broken tooth from like is she trying to eat like rocks like she probably had no food whatsoever and then at the shelter she wasn't eating because she probably just like gave up at that point yeah um so when i got her here she had no per like no personality for like three weeks like she just kind of like walked around and would lay down and she she didn't gain weight kind of quickly because you feed them puppy food when they're emaciated so that helped but when she started to play and everything that was like the best feeling ever like i was like oh my gosh she has a personality she's not just like this very quiet tired dog so that was like very rewarding and like the bond that we formed like from that is is crazy like i would have loved for ryan to get her but like she's definitely my dog oh yeah, yeah. No, she's uh she's got a good home there obviously yeah. like I don't know. I think Katie is just naturally a really cool, chill dog. But I wonder if it's also because she appreciates that you basically saved her life. I don't know. She was pretty good off, right off the bat. Like, yeah, but she's, she's also she like, loves kids, like, which is great because, like, me being a child and wanting to pet dogs, when little kids ask if they can pet her, I can actually like let them. Mm -hmm. But she's she's so good. So I'm giving back to like my inner child, kind of like. Mm -hmm. Which is nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was the same way. Every dog had to be pet. It's funny because when I was really little, I must have been before first grade, I was terrified of dogs. I don't know why. Like, I don't remember, but <laughs> we were at a pet store. We were picking up because I had gerbils as a kid. And we were at a pet store picking up stir uh, food for them. And I turned and I was with my mom in line and I turned and I saw a Dalmatian and I started screaming. <laughs> and, it, and my mom looked at it and she goes, that's a fake dog. Oh. <laughs> it was just a decoration. It was a statue. Oh, my and, gosh. and I, I flipped a lid and but my uncle ended up getting a Glen Terrier, which is one of the oddest looking terriers I've ever seen. There, that's one I don't know. Yeah, like, Glen Terriers are, like, an amalgamation of just different types of dogs. They're long and low to the ground, so, but they're, like, got a barrel chest, you know, they're, like, really wide, and I then they've got, one. like, a blocky head, and I, I mean, I describe them, and, but I remember my first interaction with my uncles, yeah, that's one <laughs> of them. They're, like, they're odd looking, aren't they? They're cute. They are so cute, and Charlie was a great dog. Um Aww. Yeah. Look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was he had he was a terrier right down to his core where he tried to climb trees to catch squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> he, was he could get them and my first introduction to him was him cut running like a little white bullet to say hi and him chasing me around my uncle's front yard because I was I I was like dog is running towards me first instinct was to run and my cousins are just watching me run circles around the yard trying to calm me down. <laughs> and, but I mean afterwards it was like best friends. I freaking loved him. He was a sweetheart and it confirmed for me that I needed a dog and mm. he was a sweetie. And then we got Jake who I, I, I forgot there was one before Jake. No Charlie was my uncle's dog. Oh, I see. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said yeah. you had one before. Okay. Gotcha. No, he was uh he was my uncle's dog and I at every chance I would watch him 
but then we got a cockapoo named Jake and you saying Katie is so friendly and great with kids. Jake is the opposite. Jake, oh. <laughs> Jake, Jake likes me. Jake yeah. likes my dad. Jake likes my grandmother. Everybody else is questionable in the beginning. <laughs> especially Little dogs are like that. Yeah. Little dogs are skeptical. He, <laughs> he started being super friendly, but he was also very jumpy. Like, and if he's the same height as a child when standing up, it's really hard to control. So now kids, you know, and they're like, oh, the doggy, doggy's cute because he's like a fluffy, he looks like a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. Just like, don't back off. Back the fuck <laughs> up, kid. I'm an old man. I deserve respect. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's just like, don't even try. Please don't try. Oh. <laughs> but he's good. He's a, he was a good match for my, he's a good, he's with my dad now. God, he must be 15. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just living a good life. <laughs> good. <laughs> How old's Katie, do you know? Um, They guessed four. So I've had her almost a year, so she's going to be five, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for, I think she's younger. I don't know. She's got, so I can see a lot of different pup, like dog traits in her. So mm-hmm. she's a, she, that's a, that's a sign I'd say of a good dog, just yeah. having a mix of everything. Oh yeah. And there's, um, Carolina dogs, like Carolina dingo dogs. And I oh. think she might be that kind of, but she's definitely, um, I, I did see it. I did DNA, DNA test and she's like a child shepherd husky. Yeah. 15 other things dog yeah no i i i saw the i could see the chat i see the chow in the eyes she's the got husky. purple dot on her tongue too oh, yeah, and like the back half of her tongue is purple mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that about chows mm-hmm. i think i read somewhere that it's because they were bred to look like the lion statues mm-hmm. yeah i think chow. so yeah so those statues have blue like they're in color they're supposed to have blue mouths to ward off spirits right uh i think so i think i i read something like like they're definitely guard dogs so i think mm-hmm. that's what they they were definitely supposed to look like yeah let's talk about the animal shelter okay um, it is my biggest passion <laughs> uh, i know with the number of videos of shelter puppies and also Pet finder like posts of dogs that you want us to adopt, but no, we never will. And I know. We'll eventually, will. Get <laughs> um, I know. I send them so many pictures of animals, and I don't know if they like it, but I just do it anyway. Yeah, I like it because I'm always like, yeah. They, well, I finally pulled the trigger on Herbie, but <laughs> that Great Dane you sent? No, not Great Dane. Oh. The um. No, what was it? A wolfhound. There was a wolfhound. A wolfhound? Did you have a... No, there was a Great Dane, too. Yeah. Oh, and there was um, a coonhound that you liked. I forget. Is that reason? <laughs> <laughs> it's like every dog you post, so I actually forget them. I'm only... I know. So do I. I'm like, oh, I can't... Like, if a dog... We, had, we just got a return dog, and he was, like, one of my favorites, and I was like, who the heck is Todd? Because I, I got an email... And I was like, oh, my God, I was so close to that dog over the summer. I already forgot about him. Because oh, <laughs> I've met sorry. so many animals at this point. It's like, I just can't remember. 
I'm sorry he didn't get is... that. He got returned, but I'm sure he'll find out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a. It's not anyone's fault. So no, but it's sad. My rabbit had a similar experience in terms of foster. Uh, so Hunter and I don't have a. We don't. We're in our life like in what in timing we have is not conducive to a dog otherwise and also hunter is not a dog person they're just a little too a little too much energy for him but he's very much a cat person and i'm allergic to cats so we compromised and we got a rabbit <laughs> who is kind of like a cat and yeah. winter started off she's part flemish giant so she started off i think either shortly before after being born going to a shelter or born in a shelter and she grew too big for it. And then, so she ended up with the house rabbit group and she was with the foster and the foster, did, it just didn't work out. Like you said, sometimes things just don't fall into place. So then she got moved to another foster and she is, it's funny cause with rabbits, a lot of people are very much of the rabbits need a friend. Rabbits need to have another rabbit with them. And winter is of the opinion that ra other rabbits can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Has she met other rabbits? She has. Like, she's got a scar across her nose that the vet oh. suspects was from another rabbit, which is oh. probably why she doesn't want to be with her. Oh. But the, the woman who was fostering her when we met her said, you know, do you have kids? Do you have other rabbits? Do you have other pets? Because Winter doesn't like any of those things. And every <laughs> single family that was trying to adopt her before us had a kid or had a rabbit and was trying to find a bond mate in winter winter said no because <laughs> <laughs> only a rabbit can say <laughs> angry foot stomping um and so then we came up we're like we can't we don't have enough room for another rabbit but she is two feet long you know so she's a big girl no. and yeah, and I was like, I want a bigger rabbit. I think that bigger rabbits are just awesome. And she, she, as I like to say, she kicked our door down and said, I live here now. Oh. <laughs> What's she doing with the, you said you're doing, redoing your floor, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so funny because in the beginning, we took all of our stuff upstairs, all of her stuff upstairs into the guest bedroom, and she was watching us with this look of real confusion because she's like, what gives, guys? This is my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. And she, so we, you know, we, we got her upstairs with treats and she's sniffing around and we blocked off the stairs so she couldn't come back downstairs in the beginning. She, again, very confused. And now she's like, okay, this is where I live now. This is where I live. Cool. She's the most adaptable animal I've ever met. Like, <laughs> no lie I mean, she moves so she she forgives incredibly fast if you give her a treat if the if the area she's in is conducive conducive to what she likes like she decides whether it is very quickly mm -hmm. and like we we took her to the vet for a checkup and the vet was we had to talk on the phone to like you know because we had to be in the car because we're in a pandemic mm -hmm. and that's like yeah she's very friendly she's standing between my feet right now while I talk to you uh -huh. <laughs> and that's awesome and I'm like that is rare yeah. <laughs> but yeah winter was a um winter was kind of shuttled around and then she got she landed with us and I love her 
We love her. Oh. She's great. Yeah. Sounds like a very good home for her. Yes. It's why I love animal shelters. And I think what you're doing is so great, you know, because, yeah, like we mentioned before, animals have this innate loyalty. They want to, you know, they want, like, even cats who consider humans a staff. Yeah, I know. I even, I go interact with the cats, but not as much. I don't really, I don't know them that well, but. They don't want you. No. I also have like no idea how to handle cats. Like I'm so awkward. Like I have no idea how to hold them. <laughs> well, actually, we you kind of were. Me? In your life, a cat was your first pet. Yeah, but I was like one and then yeah, exactly. they ran away. Or they gave Aww. it to someone. Yeah, the cat used to attack our parents, but would leave me alone, I guess. Yeah. The cat was like, you don't, you're not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> These ones make noises when I attack them, which yes. in, which brings me entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that cat sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's funny. I mean, animals are, pets especially, have such different personalities. Sometimes they're just assholes, especially cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to ask, who would you say is the most memorable dog you've ever... That's tough. How about, let's say, had at the animal shelter, and then two, outside of the shelter, who wasn't a dog that you owned? Mm. That's a tough one, Ryan. There have been so, like, all right, there's probably been, like, six dogs at the shelter that I've almost taken home. One of them is there right now, and she actually, she killed a dog, but she is the best <gasps> dog ever. <laughs> I'm, that's terrible, but I'm laughing at how crazy that is. Yeah, like, she is the friendliest with humans, but yeah, she, like, the amount of crazy things that I've seen or heard about from these dogs that I deal with is like, it's, it's nuts. Like I've seen and heard everything at this point, but her, every single one is a pit bull. I love pit bulls. I've, there's been like six of them. I've almost, I've said, this is like my soulmate. I'm taking him home. And it's usually a boy, but this one's a girl that's at the shelter right now. Girl dogs are growing on me because of Katie. Like, I always thought I just wanted male dogs because of my family dogs, but Katie's great, so <laughs> I'll take either now. But yeah, all pit bulls, like, pit bulls are just so, like, expressive and goofy, and they really yeah. Are. The ones, their name, do you want their names of the ones I wanted? Yes. Marky, that was, like, the first year that I was there. Samuel L. Jackson. That's a good name. <laughs> they really like the action movie stars of that show. Yeah. <laughs> River. This one's name is Rousey, the one that killed the dog. Hmm. Um, Which is, is River a girl or a boy? A boy. Like. Okay. I forget what you told me. Did, was Rousey, did Rousey have her name before? Yeah. So I came into the shelter. I had well, I had COVID in December, so I couldn't be there for a few weeks. I came back. I walked up to this kennel. So I would always check, like, who's in the kennel. And it, the police had brought her, and it said, Rousey, 
killed a dog vicious and i looked at it and she's just sitting there wiggling and i'm like oh my god she's sweet like, Hi, friend. i'm like she's the sweetest dog ever <laughs> but yeah like i i forget i think those are the ones that are sticking out to me but every all the ones that i've wanted have been pit bulls so like katie is like when i got her i was like oh that's not going to be my dog because mm. I'm, I'm not going to bomb with her the way i do with the pit bulls but i did <laughs> like i bombed with all of them but yeah, she looks so content. Like, I can't get, I couldn't get over, like, just how she's sitting in the background, like, this is, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> this is life. It did this take is a while. She was pretty anxious for, like, probably the first five months. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just, like, dripping, like, cool, and, like, she was calm, but, like, you could tell she wasn't completely comfortable. Yeah. Um, but now she definitely is. <laughs> She's like, it's my house now. <laughs> yes. And a dog outside of the shelter, Ryan? Yeah. Who had an impact on you? I think Derek. I think of him as, like, teaching me dog body language. And, like, so, like, I was very little, and he wasn't, he was in a room. And there was, like, glass window panes. And the bottom one, he would stick his head through it so I could pet him. And, but sometimes he would get a little weird. So like, <laughs> um, like comfy weird or aggressive weird. Like um, he, he was a Doberman. So he would oh, like yeah. get uncomfortable with things and like act strange. But I always, I don't know. He like lived in a room. So I feel bad because he couldn't be around us. Yeah. But yeah. I would always just like go sit with him like while a party was going on. Yeah. <laughs> so like. The highlight of the party was going over to pet Derek's head. Yeah, and I would just sit there and pet him the whole time. Yeah. So that like a good party. Yeah, and I all I wanted was to like be in. I wanted to be in the room with him, but I was too small. <laughs> I mean, um, a Doberman. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> but I love him. There's been so many. Coco and Cinnamon, the Cocker Spaniels. I they the dogs I walked. Um, as a job in my neighborhood, a dollar a dog each day. Uh, so me and my neighbor Meg would walk one each and get a, seven bucks a week for walking walking them every day. <laughs> wow. Huh? Big money for a ten year old. Yeah, I know, and I'd spend it on stupid things. But well, yeah, you're ten. <laughs> doing a dog walking business yeah and I did it for years like until high school yeah I just uh have you ever made friends with someone just like been friends with somebody you've never known their name you just know their dog because I have <laughs> <laughs> um I definitely speak to people in the streets of dogs instead of them mm -hmm. but people do that to Katie all the time so it's fine. yeah I get it <laughs> um I don't know if I had a friend that I didn't know their name and I knew their dog. <laughs> it's our neighbors. We've the neighbors before us had got a got a chocolate lab, and I remember the day they got him. He was a puppy with a round little belly because he had worms, but he had the roundest oh. little belly you ever saw, and he was so friendly. And his name, his name was Porter. Is Porter, and he was so good with everybody except me because I let him get away with things. <laughs> and I just had to say, Porter Puppy, and he, when he was little, <clears throat> no big deal. 
when he's when he's like a full grown dog, suddenly the full grown dog is trying to like trying to jump and jump into your arms. That's when things become a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how, how long do you know the dog's name before your neighbor's name? Or do you still I, I don't remember their names. I kid you not. I don't. I think the woman's name was Sarah. The wife's name was Sarah. Never met the guy. Like, never knew the guy's name. They were fine neighbors, but I knew their dog. <laughs> I was friends I with mean, their dog. If you're putting it that way, I knew every name of every dog in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. But did I know every person's name, though? <laughs> and it's the same with our current neighbors they have a mini like what are the, the uh, aussies the little mm -hmm. australian shepherd named rue mm -hmm. i think the the husband's name is casey because i that stuck stuck in my head and i mm -hmm. think the wife's name is like katie <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't know name katie i think of the dog. I'm like, that's a dog's name. I know. <laughs> really? That's so And it's funny because I have a friend who hates animals and her name is Katie. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious that my dog is named Katie because that's the only person I know that hates animals and my dog has her name. <laughs> There's always one who hates animals. Yeah, I know. There's one. Yeah. And like, are people who are like, terrified of dogs but like or I don't know I've seen people with severely who are severely terrified of dogs but dogs never did anything to them and I'm like how is this possible I don't get it <laughs> well sometimes it's just like not being exposed ever like yeah um, my best friend growing up Eric he was afraid of dogs until uh, I don't even know what but seventh grade maybe where like I had him over and actually probably close to when we got Biscuit and then he was like, this dog literally just lies down and looks out the window. Like, there's no, seriously nothing to be afraid of here. No. So, I mean, no. I was scared of dogs until I met Charlie. Because yeah. Charlie yeah, you just was... have to know one. Yeah, and for if they're big, I get that. Like, for sure. Yeah. But now Eric's I mean, getting his own dog. So good. Biscuit is helping, Biscuit helped heal, like, not heal, but helped bridge gaps. Mm -hmm. Eric's like Instagram posts after Biscuit died. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah, seriously said like this this dog like changed my life. <laughs> so sad. And Biscuit that didn't love people. He wasn't like the most <laughs> you like he didn't care. like he could care less about us, honestly. <laughs> He's like, like people need me. I don't think he ever looked us in the eye. No. Ever. Never. And now we have Colby who cannot take his eyes away from our eyes. It's like two different worlds. Crazy. <laughs> I think that's the other great thing about, you know, I think pets, like dogs have such different personalities just on breed mm -hmm. and like, and history and individual, like re individuals mm -hmm. in general. And like, definitely it is nurture, a big portion mm -hmm. of it nurture like um rousey rousey i bet when she killed that dog she probably didn't have the greatest upbringing i bet i don't know it seems like the story they said she was asleep and the little dog barked and then she went over and because it was and it was next to a child so they think maybe 
she, they had lived, the dog and her had lived together for four years. And she just like randomly. Oh my God. Yeah. So I have no idea what happened there, but. <laughs> that. But yeah, now she just will go to a home without a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. Like, I get it. Like we freak accidents happen. Yeah. I get that. And that really sucks, but he's I mean, the best. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this dog did that. Pipples with the right, right environment will just flourish. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, we don't know the history. We don't know why. You know, it's so I can't be like, oh, it was the owners. So yeah. that's unfair. Mm-hmm. But I know I've seen like one really recent and great example is Patrick Stewart. And his wife. Have you seen that? Um, I think I did. I just can't really remember. They foster pit bulls. And I mean, you get a pit bull who gets to be, or a dog that gets to be fostered by Patrick Stewart and his wife, Sonny Orzel, look like they're living in the lap of freaking luxury. You mm-hmm. get to have naps with Patrick Stewart based off of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and he they are just so like they clearly love what they're doing and mm-hmm. i you know you don't know the history of the dog before they take them in i've never really followed it but they look like the and i think they would definitely have adopted a, a dog a pit bull by now if the britain if if they weren't splitting their time with britain yeah but it's such a really great it's such a great thing to watch it, mm-hmm. like they're uh they're fostering is like so sweet yeah oh i love that mm-hmm. yeah a lot of the dogs come in as bite quarantines they bit someone they have to quarantine for 10 days and then they're surrendered to us um sometimes they go home uh to their owners but a lot of the times those dogs are the best dogs that we get like they end up there's whatever happens it just wasn't the right situation for them and they end up being great in another home or they end up being like one of the favorites at the shelter. Like they just like love people, but whatever happened that caused them to bite someone just wasn't the right place for them. Any of those dogs are like young, like maybe puppy stage when they bite someone? Uh, they're usually adults. Oh, they are? Um, mm-hmm. like- oh, we have gotten like, okay, we got 12 week old Yorkie that bit a little boy and was surrendered to us and i was like oh <laughs> yeah no that's ridiculous that is horrible <laughs> like you don't know what a puppy is yeah, right, they're gonna right, right. bite you <laughs> yeah oh oh my god a vicious killer and it's yeah. like literally it was <laughs> it was a pound like that dog was probably one pound yeah, that dog is a vicious killing machine i mean honestly like it's probably good that that dog was given away because the owners were probably not capable of taking care of it. No, I was like, I, I looked in, it said, because when they're on a bike quarantine, they have like a, it's a D, like don't walk. Um, and it like read and it said, seriously, this is a bike quarantine. I looked in and I was like, it's a, it's a, like two pound Yorkie puppy. How is this a bike quarantine? <laughs> but like, I don't think we actually listened to it. We're like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah because you're just like that's dumb 
and you just yeah. open the you know just open the door oh like God. and the dog's like yeah that was weird kid yeah. tried to, tried to pull my tail yeah <laughs> yeah uh, like yeah a lot of the times they do the bites are to kids and it's like the kid probably did something horrible to it i when jake was a puppy my like I ruined two pairs of pants from playing with him and he would rip, he loved to rip corduroy pants and I ruined two really nice pairs. And my dad was like, okay, these are your black corduroy pants. You do not wear them around Jake because you're going to destroy them. Please don't destroy them. They're your good pants. And I was like, okay, uh, you know, and I roll, you know, rolled my eyes, went about my day, but he was right. Cause I, and my hands were just covered in little white scars from his puppy teeth oh yeah like, and i i knew i was at like i knew that it was inevitable because he was he was a dog he was a puppy and he was teething and i don't mm-hmm. feel like people really get that like no it it's, it's something painful. yeah <laughs> i never stuff. want a puppy again <laughs> like but- I like seeing other people's puppies, but like, mm-hmm. I'm cool not ever having one. <laughs> I like seeing your dogs a lot. Yeah, they are so chill. Mm-hmm. Except my dog, apparently. Except my dog, because he's an erotic mess. But <laughs> only they can get grumpy, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. My dog. Uh, we were at my cousin's wife's graduation party and they have a puppy named Gia who's a boxer beagle mix and Gia is too smart for her own good because she met Jake and Jake is an older is is an old man by the time she came along and she was like I know exactly how to push your buttons and I'm gonna (laughs) do it and my when Jake's upset he turns into like a freaking like the like the girl from the exorcist and he's just like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm holding Jake on a leash and he is just like making that noise while Gia is like on her like you know doing like the play position and being like I'm gonna bother you I'm gonna bother you and everyone's <laughs> looking like what is wrong with your dog and I'm like look he's just a very grumpy stick in the mud and <laughs> just ignore it Gia's I'm I can't I can't get enough. I'm. I'm not. I don't care enough to get Gia to stop because Jake's just doing it to himself. <laughs> he's grumpy, but you love him for it. Oh God, yeah. He's like when I see when I, you know, I'll scoop him up after I see him because I don't live at home. You know, especially in college, like I'd scoop him up and I'm like, because he's only 25 pounds. I'm like, Jake, Jake, I missed you so much, and he's like all excited, and then all of a sudden you get one paw on your chest and he pushes you away. <laughs> he's oh. like, we're done. he is such an asshole but i love him for it (laughs) but kobe's getting older isn't he he's like what he can't be eight he's gonna be seven he's gonna be six only oh wait yeah i thought it's only six Mm -hmm. and he's still got the He's a he's a retriever, so he's gonna obviously be the he's gonna be a puppy until he's like twenty. Exactly, yeah. Yep. He's awful. Yep. He actually, he went to call he saw those videos. Um, yeah. So so Herbie's actually at my parents right now. Long story, but like I'm mostly living there and then kind of living in Walton. Anyway, not getting into it, but he's there, and so he met Colby for the first time uh, earlier this week, and Colby is just like such a maniac like absolutely ridiculous 
So he like freaks out, cries. He's like shaking. And obviously, we're not gonna like get him too close because we don't know what he's gonna do. And if Herbie like runs, like I don't know, we don't want to get into that situation. But like, just like holding him close to Colby, Colby's just like like drooling, like <laughs> noises. And he actually like scared Herbie initially, and it, I actually felt really bad. And then today, this morning, I was at my parents, and he was like. Herbie was much chiller, like much more confident in his tank. But Colby was just like, Nicole, you saw the video? Yeah, just crying. Crying, like <sighs> literally shaking, just staring at Herbie, like face to face, like here. And Herbie's just like, mm. <laughs> Herbie, Herbie's like, no shit's given. No. Yeah. It's like, there is a wall of glass between us. This is and- why Colby has no friends, because he, <laughs> he loves too much. Like, it's too much. But then, like, Katie wants to play with him, and he's afraid. So he has, like, no concept of, like, what he actually wants from an animal. He just, like, thinks he wants friendship, but then when the friendship's there, he's like, oh, no, I'm scared of this. I don't like it. Is it just, like, overwhelming? Is that, he just can't, he's like, I can't contain. He has major anxiety, for sure. (laughs) Like That's, like, common for labs, right? Yeah, he has... He's very emotional, like mm-hmm. very, very emotional. And yeah, like one time a dog like was loose in our neighborhood and came up and growled at him and he looked like he wanted to like sink into the ground. Like he was just like, this is horrible. This dog hates me. I'm going to sink into the ground and pretend I'm not here. <laughs> like me with people. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I once I once said hi to someone at work, and they went, went shortly after I started, and they didn't hear me or were thinking about something else, so they didn't respond. And for like the next hour in my head, I'm like, I have ruined all of potential friendships here. Everyone hates. Oh, no. It. I was like, what is fine? <laughs> There's some elements of Colby that are pretty relatable too. Yeah. He thinks he's a person, so. He really does. Yeah. He, he tries to speak. He, like, literally, I think it frustrates him that he can't speak. Yeah, but, like, he certain he has gotten to the point where our mom knows exactly what he's saying, like, uh, from certain parts. Like, he has a language for sure. Yeah. I will say, so... I, you know, we've been gushing about how great dogs are in general. The one dog I know who just, it did not work. And it was, the dog was a vindictive asshole, was my mom's dog when she was a kid. Like they had a collect, they had gerbils, they had a cat. My mom adopted Frank, a cat I like to call Franken Kitty when she was working as a vet. Like that's another, working with a vet, that's another story. But they got this dog from her aunt who spoiled this dog rotten. Like they slept, the dog slept on her bed. The aunt was retired or, you know, stayed at home all the time, gave this dog endless amounts of attention. And so you go to a family where both parents work, kids are always at school. So the dog was like, well, I'll show them. And he'd go into the basement and he'd poop on the floor. And my mom was like, and he'd dig it into the carpet. Oh my god! Wow! And it was my mom's and my and my aunt's job to clean the carpet, you know, because it was their dog, right? 
and my aunt ended up getting bleach in her eye and it nearly blinded her so that was why they got rid of the dog and happy ish ending like they were on their way to the shelter and my grandfather was just like no this dog like this dog is not here we can't take care of it and this woman as they're entering a woman's leaving i think and she says oh that's the kind of dog i want and my grandfather's like you don't want this dog she goes no i do and they literally just handed it off oh, and i'm assuming the dog lived happily ever after after ruining my grandparents house and peeing on my grandfather in bed while he had a bad back oh my god that was the straw that broke the camel's back but the dog i swear he knew my grandfather couldn't move and he oh. my grandmother's on the phone dog jumps up on my grandfather and just pees all over him and my oh my god no i can't believe they kept the dog after that but <laughs> That dog is a vindictive asshole, and that's amazing. I'm glad he's not my dog. Yeah, I mean, I do meet dogs where I'm like, I would never adopt you. But mm. I still love you for the yeah. time being, but you're terrible. Like, I I would hate to have you in my house. But then people adopt them, and I'm like, hey, somebody else has it. I don't have to walk them anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've always wondered, like, how... Because you guys always, it sometimes it takes a while, like years, until a dog's adopted. Mm-hmm. But you always seem to find like a good fit for dogs that. Yeah, they, there's a home for all of them. There's one that just got adopted. I don't know. I hope it lasts. But she was really bad at the shelter, and the people came and did multiple visits and like learned her behavior problems, and she's lasted over a week at this point. So. I didn't think that was going to happen. So there's somebody for everyone. Like if someone has the time to put into it in the right home, like the right situation, no, like no pets, no kids, like it's going to, it's probably going to work out. Or if you like understand their behaviors, it's interesting because they're like really like dogs are like, oh, who would take this dog? And someone comes along and they, they fit with them. Yeah. I love watching that, and I help with it. I've helped with a few adoptions, and that's like my favorite thing. Yeah, like you do mat. Like I don't want to say matchmaking, but mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of interview and like, cause yeah, you ask questions, and like mm-hmm. make sure it's gonna be a good fit. Make sure they don't say anything stupid. <laughs> the adoption form for just Herbie, like he's a lizard. It was like. I don't know. Is this? It's the same as for dogs, right? I think they use the same. Yeah, you got the same. It, the application is the same for every pet. Yeah, it was literally like, do you think that a like how often do you think an animal should go to the vet? Or, or I think it's straight up asked like, should you bring your animal to the vet? Yeah, because people will be like, oh, it's like all right. Just, well, people will say like, no, a cat doesn't need to go to the vet. But like, yeah. we aren't gonna like that. <laughs> no, I've yeah. vaccinations are necessary. Yes or no? Yeah. Well, that one, freaking a. I used to shadow at a vet when I had a dreams of going to vet school, and one woman would not vaccinate her dog because she was convinced that vaccines kill dogs. Oh my god! 
and the vet is the vets have a very difficult position where they have to convince but well without screaming <laughs> <laughs> the techs have no the techs don't have to say that they just either smile and nod and then walk away and then scream into a pillow <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the tea that was spilled with uh, in the back rooms, like techs judge, like techs, vets are quieter, but they judge silently. Techs <laughs> have no compul like compunction to say exactly how they feel about your dog <laughs> and or or your or your pet. Like there was a guy who brought in a two miniature pinchers and one of them looked like a chihuahua and he got very offended that the tech thought like his the vet technician thought that one of them was a chihuahua. And that <laughs> dog was literally like the worst dog I've ever seen. And it was hilariously funny. Like like hilariously bad. Like they had to wrap him they got had to get him in a muzzle. And he and they wrapped him in a uh, in a towel, carrying him to the you know after giving him the the sleepy shot uh, to knock him out for surgery because he was getting his dent his teeth done, and he pooped all over the towel on the way to the on the way to the holding area, like purpose and like I remember seeing his face was just like anger, <laughs> like fury and and his name was Rocket. And I uh -huh. remember like that dog lives up to his name, and he's also so pissed at this moment. <laughs> so pissed. And I've never like the texts were like this dog is a demon. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. The uh, so your shelter like the dogs are actually obviously in like a stressful environment, kind of right. Like you try to make yeah. it as nice as possible, but it's still like they're probably like stripped from whatever situation they were in they're probably like confused or like what's going yeah. on how do you deal with that and make them feel safe and keep yourself safe too because they all react differently so it's very much like you go into one kennel and you have to like some of them are fine like fine-ish like they're still like friendly and happy but like probably still very stressed out um, some of them are very, very scared. So like one right now, I think he was adopted a long time ago. His owner couldn't walk him anymore. She became elderly or something. So mm. he's like super scared. Poor and like on the walk, like he very much just wants to be in my lap. So like after a walk, I'll just like sit with him and like try to comfort him. That is so sad. Cause yeah. Because she could, she didn't want him anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we just got two surrenders that were like that. Like, it was two situations, like medical situations. Actually, this afternoon, I'm going to get pick up Todd. I'm going to take him out of the shelter and, like, take him around my neighborhood or something just to get him out of there. But, yeah, it's all there. Like, sometimes they don't eat. So, like, if a dog's not eating, sometimes I just, like, sit with them. And then they actually, like, eat. But yeah, it's all, it's all very, it's unique to the dog. Like some of them are like all over the place, jumping all over the walls, like going nuts. And then some of them are just like terrified, shaking, like not eating. So whatever the dog needs, I try to give it to them in like the 20 minutes I'm on a walk with them. Mm -hmm. um, like if they need like 
a snuggle or something I'll just like stop and like snuggle them <laughs> but like yeah. you tr you try to like they try to give them like cons with peanut butter like anything to distract from like being stressed out mm -hmm. and especially in the morning like the dogs are going crazy because people are taking them out and they're waiting for their food and, like it's very loud like the little dogs are kind of like scared when there's all that going on so like we have a little chihuahua and she's like terrified of any noise that's happening which is a lot of noise um i don't know i it's sad but i really enjoy helping them like that's like the best thing to me yeah honestly that sounds like such a rewarding job mm -hmm. and seeing seeing them grow into their personality and mm -hmm. some, yeah some of them come in like either really angry and hating everyone and then they progress into like this very friendly nice dog um as they get to know like we're going to take care of them mm -hmm. and that's kind of cool to see but yeah it's all it's all about yeah like nurturing them like you said like they all individually need something they all need some of them need training you try to like train them in like the walk they're on it's hard to do though like at a shelter there's a but, lot yeah. and i like every dog's personality is different and i like that like i like that they all need something different yeah. and i actually love chihuahuas i didn't used to but like i find them so funny <laughs> they are so many questions so many questionable choices for for the breeding like that's why i love bulldogs like because i've never met a dog like an animal or like a dog breed that has so much going against them and yet is unconditionally happy and upbeat mm -hmm. yeah like, bulldogs are fun bulldogs are so sweet they like, should not exist though they should not, though. <laughs> I mean, a friend of mine is actually a vet and she was just talking to me about how the goal now is to reverse breed bulldogs but you got to tell everyone who's like doing the breeding of the bulldog and uh, breeding bulldogs purposefully for those traits and it's like no please stop <laughs> there's so many there's so many of them whose sisters are their like grandmothers or whatever oh. whose who's, who's, like family tree is a line oh, <laughs> or a circle not good it's not good but i remember i like i've done a lot of like I've worked at a shelter, I've shadowed at vet clinics, and I um, did work at a dog daycare. And there was one family, or one couple that did have a bulldog, like a purebred bulldog, and her name was Olive. And Olive, the bulldog puppy, was always a joy for her to come in because, again, she had her her uh, her legs just didn't fit quite right. But that didn't stop her from snorting her way over and like being like she looked like a little like I called her Bumble because that's, kind of that's the best way to describe how she moved. <laughs> Bumbles bounce. Yes, the Bumble sinks. <laughs> but and she probably would if you threw her in water because. Oh yeah, no way they can swim. But yeah, she kind of she kind of rolled as she walked. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't really move that well, but I loved her. She was a sweetheart. That's a dog that looks like a piglet. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, but that's why them and like the French Bulldog too. I can't, I can't support breeding of them, but I absolutely. Well, like, love yeah, them. they have to have C sections and like I know. they can't like breed on their own. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you have to have them like in vitro fertilization or something, and it's like yeah. nature is telling you stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously, and pugs like poor pugs. Oh, pugs. A lot of pugs. Like <laughs> working at the working at a pet store, you see all types of bre- all types of dogs walk through, and seeing a pug that wasn't overweight, like everyone would just gather around because it's like, oh my god! It's like <laughs> <a unicorn. laughs> oh my god! Oh poor pugs! You just I know they can't breathe. <laughs> they can't breathe. They can't breathe, and yet they and and they are so and they can't. So they can't move, and therefore they just get fat. Yeah, exactly. If you have a skinny pug, it's like this is like the Michael Phelps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some like genetic skin. precondition that keeps them from getting fat because it can't be yeah. from their own yeah. activity. <laughs> yeah, you're not taking your pug for a jog. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> ill-advised. Yeah, I want uh, like a like a uh, Labrador-sized pug that's in shape. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be scary. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. Just get a lab. (laughs) But I want, I guess, uh, if it's like a lab with a smush face that can breathe. That can breathe. Okay, so. Okay, so an actual unicorn. Okay. (laughs) A jackalope. (laughs) This new type of dog breed is called the jackalope. Yeah, Nicole, you're uh, back to like the emotional connection with dogs, like comforting them and like gauging off their personalities. That's like, mm-hmm. that's, like your superpower. Yes. You agree? I think so. Better than like anyone I know. Well, yeah, there's like definitely a lot of dog people that are like this, but I definitely, um, I connect with them very well. And I've seen so many that it's like, I don't know. I get them. I get them all at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love making connections with all of them. And even the ones that are like kind of scary at first, I still work with them to make sure that they end up liking me. So like, <laughs> if they're like, a, they're going at somebody through their kennel, I'm definitely there like giving them treats and being like, we're going to be friends eventually. <laughs> like me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, I think I have, like, an empathic personality, and that just, yeah. like, makes me connect with them just a little bit more, I think. Is any is all of that, like, innate for you, or is any of it, like, you've actually read stuff? Or, well, or I did look at my dog books every single day, and I know, it also helps that I know about all the breeds and what they're supposed to do what their personalities are and like all that stuff. So I get like why a dog is acting a certain way because of the type of dog they are. Like I think Huskies are like the weirdest dogs ever. They are. <laughs> and everyone loves them. Like I know they're supposed to be weird. Like, yeah, they're trendy, but like you get them and you're like, oh no, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. right now. <laughs> But you don't get enough exercise. Oh yeah, and they like don't really care about you. Like they'll just take off. <laughs> I think it's the same uh-huh. Yeah. 
But yeah, it definitely helps that I did all my research as a kid. Like I just, I get, I get them. People do call me like the dog whisperer because the dogs gravitate towards me. And I don't know if that's because I'm just like inviting them to come to me, (laughs) like subconsciously. I think there's a point of that because dogs definitely pick up on things that there's not even it's not even a nonverbal cue but they can just feel like they can smell fear so you would think that the opposite Mm -hmm. is the same where they can sense that someone's relaxed somewhere I also like that part of it of knowing what to do like relax when a dog is like tense or like maybe gonna bite you that's like a very like thing that that's a thing that I've learned over the years like how to remain calm in like a kind of bad situation with a dog because they can definitely sense how you're feeling and if you're acting weird they're going to act weird towards you so that is a very important thing that I've learned how to do I think some really good examples of this are is Bill Burr's stand-up routine about his wife getting a pit bull while he was on the road. Oh yeah. <laughs> that story of how he acts it would accidentally amp his dog up and then it, she started attacking people and she's like she thinks she's doing the right thing and mm-hmm. I'm freaking out so now she thinks I'm still scared so she's going to attack the next person cuz obviously that's the per- thing that's freaking me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just Oh, I was like, oh yeah, that that is not a good situation. <laughs> no. But it, the way he puts it is like his dog going through the tunnel of the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we play for. <laughs> this is why we're here. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that, but I mean, that would explain why you know some some dogs are more predisposed to. Like, especially pit bulls, they read people very quickly mm-hmm. and are very reactive to it, from what mm-hmm. I've and Yeah, and they tell you exactly how they're, like, they're very emotional as well. Like, you could, their expressions, you can tell, like, what they're feeling all the mm-hmm. time. So, like, people need to read their dogs a little better, I think. <laughs> it, it's a dangerous situation. Like, I think huskies are an excellent example of just how a trend can like I it's a, I'm supp- more surprised that there's not more huskies dropped off at shelters because yeah. they're such a handful and like I think at the, uh, maybe at their peak there was more dropped off I can't tell you know it's yeah. hard to tell I would I say we've had a, we've had more of those than like other purebred dogs like they just like show up like they get loose and people just like oh, don't yeah. come get them <laughs> oh yeah yeah they're just so strange <laughs> they're like yeah we just had to actually i just helped two husky mixes get a home mm-hmm. and during the meet and greet that i did i was like there's no way they're going to take these dogs they were all over the place like trying to get into everything jumping up on the crate like not paying attention to the people i was like they're not going to take these dogs. And then they took them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Okay, you want to <laughs> completely ignore you and decide that your house is their playground. Yeah. 
I'm imagining that's what's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only place where a Husky can truly feel at home is somewhere where it snows 24 seven. Yeah. (laughs) And they have lots of places to run, but it has to be friends because they'll just leave. Then they'll just be like, well, goodbye. It's been fun. It's been fun. I love like when people who have never had a dog want a husky I'm like that's like not what you want to do no, like no. that's just not a good idea <laughs> one of my co-workers has a husky and I think he did extensive research before getting it because he's he'll be like we'll be at we'll be in the lab we'll be doing work and he's like yeah I can't like I'll, you know, sometimes you need like another person to do a task and he'll be like, um, if you can like give me an hour cause I have to drive home and walk my dog and then I'll be back. And he's just, cause he's like, I need to do this. Otherwise he, he'll eat the crate and, yeah. I, can't, and, yeah. and I don't want to buy another crate. No, he does. He, he, he made sure to that there's only one crate and it's, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't had to replace it yet, but no, because, like, even dogs that are, like, more low-key, like, cockapoos, who are supposed to be, like, the designer dog for everybody, they're mixed with poodles, and anything you mix with a poodle is gonna be a problem, because poodles are little shits. <laughs> yeah, and they're very smart. Yeah, they are. Like, my, like, I, Jake is a cockapoo, and he he's definitely he was too smart for his own good for for when he was a puppy like he could wriggle out of harnesses and it was just like jake please please don't i don't want to like chase you around again mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <was> like freedom <laughs> cool if you could if you could assign a dog breed to yourself and your two siblings what would we be hmm. well you're some you're probably a greyhound yeah, yeah. Very chill and fast. (laughs) Um, Jacob is... hmm, Jacob is something big, lovable, kind of a loner, and athletic. A wolfhound? Maybe. (laughs) I'm thinking like... Like a like a mastiff or something. Or a mastiff, yeah. I was thinking a pit bull, actually. Yeah, a pit bull. Yeah, something a bully, like a bully, a bullyish bully. type dog, but like bulldog, pit bull, bully Rumba. breed. Yeah, bully breed. Oh, oh okay. Um, Not an actual bully. Yeah. Just <laughs> because um, he's so strong, but he's also like he's pretty goofy. Yeah, <laughs> and then I was gonna say. What am I? I think think I'm a huh? Are you a Katie dog? (laughs) Oh my gosh, Katie and I have a like very the same energy level. I have to wake her up in the morning. (laughs) Like I can have energy when I want, but like I also don't need it. (laughs) But I was gonna say I'm probably a Labrador. Mm. Just like agreeable, friendly like emotional like Colby I guess. <laughs> I was thinking I'm like do you also drool? <laughs> do you also get scared when you look at a lizard? <laughs> Maybe. No I want to be its friend. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Katie and I are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I'm mutt. I guess I'm a mutt. <laughs> uh, mutts are really like just the best. Yeah. Like, 
for the most part. Sometimes you get ones where they're just like, you hit every branch of the ugly tree when it came to the breeds oh, you were I love ugly dogs. But they're great. <laughs> yeah. I kind of really want a really ugly dog. Like, when they come into the shop, I'm like, oh, you're my favorite. Or like really old dogs that are ugly. I love them. One of the, when we were in, uh, when Hunter and I visited his parents in Taiwan, one of the things I wanted to go see, I was like, I don't care what else we do. I want to go to a dog cafe. And they're not quite as prevalent in Taiwan as like China. Because China, you know, it's like puppies all the time. And I think there's more restrictions because we went to a place where it was rescue dogs were and you had to make an appointment so you weren't you didn't overwhelm the dogs mm -hmm. and so we went and there was one dog there and his name was uh Aggie I think and he was this little weird mix of everything and he had the biggest underbite I've ever seen and he jumped up you know he, I sn I he curled up in my lap and he fell asleep for the rest of the day but he was a he was a happy ugly dog and apparently he was getting a, either adopted or an adoption interview that day and I was like oh that's good for him otherwise he'd be coming home with us <laughs> feel bad for our rabbit but it's true <laughs> cute yeah the, the cafe is I'm happy it was a rescue because it when I was in Japan they had like cat cafes we wanted to go to a hedgehog cafe oh and they also had like owl cafes Yep, but none that of it seemed it all seemed sketchy it was all sketchy yeah because you can't take care you if you're not controlling the type of people that enter a cafe you can't control the atmosphere and therefore and animals animals are emotional creatures and they they re they are a different language compared to humans so therefore you're not gonna and humans honestly they bring out the worst of people sometimes even if the people want to be with those animals like you don't know who's going to treat what people know about treating animals correctly. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes and also, they like, make mistakes. owls are nocturnal. Like, how can you? This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're so they're so kawaii. <laughs> oh, I kawaii? that. Okay. Cute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's oh. a. I, I no kawaii. It's like the Hello Kitty is kawaii. It's like a. A frame of it's like a way of, it's like just it's become I don't want to say a trend but it's almost like a way an appearance thing of like what does what is kawaii <laughs> how do you not know this you went to Japan <laughs> sounds familiar I don't know I like tried to learn Japanese in the two months before and it's so hard no you're not gonna learn in two months <laughs> I like, that's nice that you tried I learned it is appreciable I learned all the hiragana and katakana characters, like what is equal to these sounds. Mm. Like, that doesn't help you learn words. You just learn the alphabet. You can't put them together. Yeah. So that was that was it. Yeah, let's let's teach you the one of the hardest languages to learn. It, it, that is completely different way of speaking to what you're normally used to mm. in two months. <laughs> Actually, I can pronounce words okay. Sure, it'll work out just fine. Yeah, no, I I was optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I was going around and I was like, that letter sounds like, so, that letter sounds like, ooh, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs>
and the and the person next the person walking next to you who's from Japan is just like, and that's a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, I mean it was obvious, anything. but still. <laughs> I thought you were Japanese this whole time. You lied. How? Oh my God! You look exactly. You fit right in. <laughs> about time to wrap it up i think i think so uh, nicole thank you for uh coming on to the show thank you for having me no that was lovely that was, <laughs> um, that was such a nice box. conversation yeah how about this do you want to um make like a plug for your animal shelter or or animal shelters around the globe any kind of pitch for the all the listeners Adopting a shelter pet is very rewarding. And also, if you really want some, well, if you can emotionally handle it, volunteering at an animal shelter is the most rewarding thing. And you're giving back to animals who need need a lot of help. And it's what I'm passionate about. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about how I've been drawing people's pets oh, during the pandemic. Let's <laughs> not end this right now. I've been drawing people's animals during the pandemic. I love art and I never had time to do it. And I love dogs, obviously. So I've been just drawing people's dogs. I can send you a few. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> we'll put them up. We, 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 today was the day I made an Instagram account. We'll put some up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sick. Nicole, so you have an Instagram for your drawings. I know I need to. I, I'm almost caught up and I'm going to re-advertise. I've been slacking lately, but it's been really nice because I've drawn a lot of pets that have passed away and it's like really nice. Oh. I've also drawn like Jacob's dog. Like, What kind yeah. of dog does Jacob have? I didn't know. He has a pit mix. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. I really enjoyed it. Is it um, just a, is it a hobby? Is it a business? Is um, it I've made money and I donate um, $10 of it, of each drawing to the animal shelter. So I've, uh, let me see what I've donated. Because That's of lovely. Yes. I have donated almost $300. Wow. That's yep. very lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't charge that much. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been fun. I'm looking at them right now. That's, oh, I love that uh, pity mix. That is, that is great. Is that, is that Jacob's dog? Yeah. First one? Yeah. Yes. That is a great smile. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so muscular, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that's been my pandemic hobby. If, uh, uh, if we, so we'll put some up. Would you want to say, contact you via Facebook or? Yeah, that works. Okay, definitely. Say all proceeds. All proceeds. What's your, what's your Instagram? It. I just made it. <laughs> I need to start putting things together. I literally made it before this started, and it's called WDYL Pod. It's What Do You Like Pod. WDYL Pod. And I don't oh, think. I see it. it. Oh my God! I'm your first follower. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I am. Great. It's like a one follower per hour. We're gonna have so many. Yeah. 
I was thinking one follower per episode. That's like two followers a month at most. Yeah, each person that you yeah. interview will follow after. There you go. And we'll just slowly get everyone in the world, have to learn a bunch of new languages, but it'll be great. <laughs> I'm already planning world domination. <laughs> Good. Cool. Okay. So we'll so now now that we've done that, plugged what is your your Manchester Humane Society is your um Manchester Animal Shelter in Shelter. Manchester, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. uh, we have lots of great dogs. We have cats, we have a snake currently, guinea pigs and rabbits. Uh, <laughs> I, that sounds like an excellent menagerie and mm -hmm. a lot of fun, a lot of animals that need homes. I say bunnies because I, I'm, the thing is, is once you start, once you get a rabbit, everyone thinks that you need rabbit related things. Mm -hmm. Back to the shelter pet thing. It's the best thing you could possibly do if you adopt mm. a shelter pet. And they're, like I said, there's the right pet for everyone. Well, you have <laughs> spent your precious time listening to us talk about dogs and all dog related <laughs> things. I will see you next time. And thank you so much, Nicole, for talking with us about your work. Thank and you guys. Yay. Any opportunity to talk about dogs is wonderful. <laughs>